Welcome back to The Right Angle. G-Man, I have some sad news. I think we're going to have to relegate Cece to a like special guest star status. What do you think? Well, as of this point, I think we're going to have to shame him into something to get him back uh, or give us part of his business dealings, Ooh, a cut of his business dealings. That's right. Uh, because he's an awfully heavy weight to carry. Yeah. So, um, he needs to, he needs to start, you know, doing something different than what he's doing. Now, so. <laughs> that's right. Which is about 20 different things. Yep. That is for sure. Well, he is promised to be back next week and it'll be a special week for sure. Hey, it is tax time. And without going into detail, as in what you do professionally, is you, are your taxes, I was thinking as I was doing mine, which are relatively straightforward, is doing your taxes a major headache? Do you do them or do you have someone do them? I, this, well, I have somebody do it every year. And uh, I used to have a, a buddy of mine's brother who was big into that stuff, do it for, I don't know, maybe 20 years. And this last year, he decided he's not doing it anymore. And so I took it to a, another professional IRS place to do it. Oh, okay. Because my taxes are too complicated to do them on the computer with yeah, whatever they are, you know, H&R Block or whatever. Right. I figured it. It must just be nothing short of horrendous. It is. It is. How about you? Mine are, ours are usually pretty simple, but that doesn't... <laughs> stop me from occasionally messing up but it's so you do uh, your own yeah it's okay. unfortunately i guess <laughs> uh, well simple is good i guess yeah you know? yeah it's uh, nothing nothing complicated i will say this uh the guy that did it for me this year um really helped me out quite a bit so oh good he he came up with some Things that I didn't know I could be using, and it was very beneficial to me. So I was I was very happy to pay him the money charged to do it. That's good. It would be amazing. I know we talked about it several episodes ago. If they did go to like a flat tax of some sort, and you could literally fill out your taxes on a postcard, just think how many people that would put out of business or severely curtail their income. You mean the tax people? Yeah. Well, I guess I wouldn't be crying too much for them, but no. uh, anyone that's that's involved with taxes. Uh, but like I say, this this guy did me a, a good one. Yeah. So uh, I was very, very pleased with what he did and his knowledge in it. So what do you I think? Remember. What do you think a company like H&R Block and TurboTax, they must make 90 plus percent of their income in what, two months, maybe? Uh, I would say from, uh, we had a friend who worked for a tax company, quote uh -huh. unquote, yeah. sort of person. And their, their uh, pedal to the metal time is usually the November. Oh, really? April. Okay. Yeah, so it goes longer than. Exactly. Because they're all, they're all talking to the people and, and, you know, getting their taxes this way and that. And you know, filing it for extensions and, right. and so on and so forth. So okay. it's not it's not just literally people throwing in. I had a little bit of a hard time getting mine in because he was booked. Uh, wow. Up up till the you know the fifteenth of April, he said, "Yeah, I can fit you in," 
And I'm thinking, hey, this is this is the first of February, so they must really. And he works. I think he works seven days a week. Jeez. Uh, during that time, but believe me, for the time it takes him to do my taxes and what he charges. Yep. He's got to own a couple of cars with the vowels at the end of their name <laughs> in his driveway because uh, he makes good money. Yeah. Well, if you got the uh, head for it and the psyche for it, I guess it's probably a good business. But I I could certainly, <laughs> I mean, not that I'm bad at math, but just the idea of, of just doing that. It's just, it's funny how everyone finds their niche. Yeah, and I'm glad that those people do because yeah. I, I have no interest in, in any of that kind of stuff. None whatsoever. I just say, figure it out. Tell me what I owe. Yeah, I'll bend over and then I pay my taxes. <laughs> uh, I remember years ago, one of the sage things that Rush Limbaugh said when I used to listen to him was he said it would be very interesting to see. And I think we talked about this when we talked about the taxes to see if it, everybody, at least every quarter, wrote out a check for what they have paid in their federal taxes mm -hmm. up to that point. Just write it out. You don't have to send it to it, but write it out and go, oh, my God, you know, $5,000 for four months, you know, and then, you know, 1500 to the state. And I think people would, would really... It'd be an eye opener for them. Most people, what do they do at the end of the year? They go, "Oh, I'm getting a lot of money back." Oh God! You know, and I said, "You moron!" That was the government using it, you know. And then they give you back, you know, your little pittance yeah. of what you put in. They, you should be having your taxes down to the point where you you get nothing back because that means they're not taking any more than they need. Yeah, it's funny how long that takes to sink in. And there's so many ads on, you know, use your tax refund to buy this car or to finance this new something. <laughs> and that just gets into people's mind that if I overpay all year, then I'm going to get a little bit back and then I can spend it on something. Yeah, it's my savings account. You know, yeah. the, government, the government is my savings account. Oh, man. It's like, really? You know, I don't know. It's it's sad. Wow. But uh, it's very sad. What uh, I, I don't know what you pay, but me being self-employed, I pay seven percent more than anybody else Ooh. that's not unemployed. I mean, that's that's employed by somebody else right. in my federal tax. For what reason I don't know. But, yeah. Um, and so that winds up being quite a bit of my income going to the federal the federal boys there and girls. Yeah, what better place? Exactly. But I'll tell you this, everybody out there, there's nothing better than being your own boss. And I know your brother's trying to trying to be his own boss again, which is why he's been absent for yep. all these times. But uh, there's nothing better. Someday I'll join the ranks. But there for now, go. but for now, what's happening in the G-Man world? I just wanted to... <laughs> I've been wanting to for a couple of weeks. Just uh, I'm, I'm a little tired of of all the crap that's going on. I will touch a little bit on this, and maybe you've seen this. Have you seen the last couple of days where Biden is is blaming Putin for the gas prices? Yeah. I yeah. I I sincerely would love to 
talk to somebody that's on the left and ask them why they think that is. Obviously, boycotting Russian oil and all the countries that are. And so they're selling their oil to China or whoever, which means that China is buying less from someone else. And it just seems like unless people are literally going to stop making oil there, I mean, which obviously the U.S. has because of Biden. But I don't know where the oil that China was buying is being sold to and whoever they were buying is sold to and all that. But yeah, I mean, we all know that it's been going up since he entered office. And it's just, although it has plateaued a little bit for the last two or three weeks, we'll see where it goes from here. I just would love to, to look somebody in the face and say, do you know why gas prices are high? And it's because he turned the pipeline off. We were energy independent for the first time in history under Trump. He turns the pipeline off the first thing he does when he, when he becomes president. Pelosi's saying, um, you know, we have to use less, you know, fossil fuels. We need to save the planet. I'm here to tell every single person out there that the human mankind cannot, does not have the power to destroy the planet. They do not have that power. It will never be destroyed by fossil fuel. End of subject. Yep. You wonder if, on a related note, do you think she believes that Biden is doing a good job or does she just have to bite her lip like all the other Democrats every time they get up or look themselves in the mirror? I, I just can't imagine. They say his approval rating is 40 percent, which is obviously not true. But even among Democrats, it's just hard to believe that anyone thinks, whether it be oil, whether it be, I mean, anything, who, who in the right mind with a straight face could say he's doing a great job. Exactly. Those are the people I want to look in the face and say, tell me why. What has he done? I would say, tell me what has he ever done yeah. for the American people? You know, it would have to be crickets. Yeah. It hasn't been anything. Every single thing, they're starting to say now that he's worse than Jimmy Carter. And Jimmy Carter was the worst president in our lifetime, for yeah. sure, and maybe forever. But his approval rating is not 40%. I think it's down to like maybe just shy of under 30%. And those in the 29%, 28% that approve of what he's doing are the ones that voted for him. The 70% <laughs> that did vote for him and Trump won think he's doing a crappy job. Yeah. It's really, as we've said many times, it got done being funny a long time ago. Yeah, but, it's and as they say now, it's tragic. Yeah, it's tragic how he's talking. It's tragic how you're he's sitting there trying to think when he's talking. It's very hard for him to do, and it and it is scary, like they say. Yeah, he's supposed to be the most powerful man, you know, in the world, and and he's nothing close to it. He's actually just a puppet. Yep. Of everybody else. All right. So what were you uh, you were going to get to something? Well, I was going to get to advertising Ooh, and, all right. uh, to get off a little bit of politics and things like that here. I've been watching advertising for a couple of weeks, just seeing what they're doing. And I'm, I'm going to uh, give you a couple of, of little short things 
that were advertised, and you tell me what they're advertising, okay? Mm-hmm. Again, people, this is this is off the cuff. Yeah. He, he didn't know what I was going to do, but um, I'm going to say that the what is it the the key words to the adverti- advertisement. You tell me what what it is. All right. Reflect on the past. Celebrate the future. I I, I I'll give you a hint. <laughs> I have to give you a hint because these are so way out there. It's either animal, mineral, or vegetable. And I'll say it's mineral. Uh, Solar solar panels? That would be a good one. Uh, Of course, you wouldn't celebrate the... the, the reflect on that. Oh, that true. would be a good. One. Yeah, reflect. Yeah. yeah, reflect on the past. That is a great. You should be an advertiser. <laughs> no, it's for Audi, the car. All yeah, right, crickets. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm wow. going to run out, and I'm going to reflect on the on the past and <clears throat> celebrate the future and go buy myself an Audi. Okay. Wow. Uh, live in the moment with a, and it's, it's something you eat. Live in the moment with a blank. Uh, You're living in the moment, okay? By eating. Living in the moment. Um, is it junk food of some sort? No. Uh, Which is what it would be for us. Yeah. <laughs> we always live in the moment for a Twinkie or something like that. <laughs> right. I, man, I'm stumped again. A Hall's lozenge. <laughs> A Hall's lozenge. <laughs> do you even oh. eat those or do you suck them? What do you, I don't even. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things I could say. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. Live in the moment, you know. So whenever you want to do that, go get yourself a Hall's lozenge. Because you can do uh. that. Now, some, for some really ludicrous ones, mm-hmm. uh, this one is, Wish for the unexpected. And you may have seen this one, so I'll tell you what it's about. So wish for the unexpected. Making snow in your driveway for when your wife is driving up. You're you're with a little snow machine. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and you're mosing the driveway, making snow, and his wife is coming home in their car. Oop. I, I said it. Oh. It's a car commercial. The, the, the whole thing is about him making snow. And, you know, wish for the unexpected. You know, your wife is coming home. God, you know, I'm just wishing something unexpected. Oh, look it. There's Mo making snow in my driveway (laughs) with my car. And what I'm saying to you people out there is you're sitting there looking at this idiotic ad. And you're going, my God, you know, this isn't even real. It's science fiction. But yet they're thinking it's all fun. And, you know, the bowl on the Lexus at Christmas. You know, hey, honey, here's a new $80,000 car. What do you think? It's, uh, oh, okay, here's another one. Oh, gosh. Inspiration is out there. Go find it. Uh, Google. Another car ad. <laughs> you go find it by driving your car somewhere, I guess. Exactly. Um, now I'm getting to the meat of this whole thing. Here. All right. I, I don't know if you've seen this, um, but there is a uh, laxative commercial. Have you seen the one with I women? Don't, no, I don't think so. Okay. 
there's a there's a laxative commercial and and I had to see it three times before I realized what the commercial was about because of what the commercial was and it is a woman sitting on the toilet and she's saying to the camera women poop pooping is power then it goes to another one another one she says I'm a woman pooping on TV. I'm a woman. I'm a pooping woman, and I approve this message. I that, they're on the toilets, yeah. and they're they're all saying this stuff. I'm a I'm a woman pooping, and I approve this message. And I, I'm I'm going none of that, none of that has anything to do with a laxative. Oh, did you but, call you? But yet they're they're doing that, you know, and they're showing it. I'm sitting on the toilet. From like the waist up, hopefully. No, We're... no. The first one is you can see, you know, her legs and, oh, okay. and you know, her, her, her pants are not, you know. I mean, you can't see anything, obviously. right? Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, but but you you see these women sitting on the toilet saying this stuff. Come on, come on. It, you know, I I just. It just drives me nuts. Is your wife in the room when you're watching these? I don't Is think she... she's ever been. I, oh. She came in when I had to videotape it <laughs> so that I could record, so I could write down what they were saying on it, so that I could I could say it back to you. And yeah. That's exactly what they're saying. Wow. Is, is and then and then finally the, the the one that that now I don't know if you've seen this one either, but. It's a, I'm just going to say it because it's on TV and it's an ad. There's a woman in a G-string and she's shaving her netherland with a shaver. And it's a specific shaver for pubic hair. She's shaving shaving the hair just above her G-string and you can see it coming out. Below the G string, oh. and and it's and I'm thinking to myself: Is there a first of all? Is there anyone stupid enough to think that there's a razor out there that shaves any differently from your face or your underarms to there? I... You know, oh God, honey, I gotta go out and get one of those, you know, pubic shavers because you know it's out of control. Well, honey, you know, why don't you just use this big shaver here? You know, that does the same, has the same blade. Same everything on it. Well, you know, this one is for that area, so I gotta go get that one. Well, how much is it? That's eight ninety five for a razor blade. I know those things for women and men have been increasing in popularity. I probably women for a while, but I don't know. Obviously they must have done some market research and figured out they could exploit that area, so to speak, and if it's a trend that will continue, just like, would you say more men have beards now than 10 years ago? Or, uh, or at least like, you know, the four or five days growth? Yes, yes, that for sure. I wonder what, what start, I'm trying to think what started that trend. It must have been some movie star or something, TV star or something. It's, I hope it wasn't, but you very you could be right about that. It's I, I do know that when you're talking about that, and and I've asked a couple of friends of mine, I go, how do you, you know, how do you keep it looking just like you you haven't shaved in three days? Right. And there's a level on your shaver. 
that you can put it at to keep it at that exact amount of stuff there. And I always tell everyone, I say, you look like a bum. Either shave it or grow a beard. It just, uh, there's so many 20, 20 somethings to early 30 somethings that do that. And it's, it's just like almost more than not have that look. And it just is so me too ish, as in, I won't look cool if I'm clean shaven or something. That, that may also be what, what they're trying to get at is, you know, be with the in crowd or whatever they'd say nowadays. Right. To, to look cool like that. But yeah. I, I, the, the other reason I bring up these ads too is, is that I'm sitting there looking at these and I'm, I'm always going in depth in my thought when I'm looking at these and I'm going, there's somebody in New York or California mm-hmm. that's sitting at a table, you know, like you see in the movies, you know, this big long table and they're all discussing, you know, how can we, we got to do something for this laxative. What, what, what will we do that will really make people think about using our laxative? And then they come up with this over-the-top stuff that made me look at the ad three times before I even knew what they were talking about because I'm going, my God, there's a woman sitting on the toilet. you know, And I don't know what she's selling when she's doing that. She's just saying she's pooping. I, I, and I, 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 the third time I go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it to the end. And it was, you know, this, this little thing, nothing about how you take it or yeah. what it takes when you do it, which is what you would do on a normal ad. Right. And there are morons in the advertising business that can come up with that kind of crap. Yeah. I don't know when not featuring the product you're selling became such a big thing, but it is funny that you spend millions to make an ad and who knows how much to put it on the air. And out of 30 seconds, maybe five seconds you actually see the product or something at the end you yeah. see you, you see like subaru that you know the subaru goes up mount everest right know, they're at the top and looking out and it and, and nowadays it's usually a, a person of color driving it yeah you know and and they're up there at the top and they're smiling and, and you're going what, what is this is this for mountain climbing equipment is it you know is it just her being an outdoor adventurer oh Oh, it's about the car. They didn't say a thing about the car. I guess they're trying to evoke emotions or something. But how, how many people, you, you I'm sure, run with a, a pickup truck type of crowd. How many people really take their trucks out into the middle of nowhere, like on the commercials or like a, the Subaru or something like that? I have known, truthfully, two people in the last 20 years that take their Jeeps and go out into the back and they're Jeeps. They're not Subarus. Right. They're, they're off-road vehicles that are, that are equipped to be able to go off-road like that. No, no one else, no, nobody with a truck that I know of does. And, and of course, maybe there are some, you know, some people that do that kind of stuff, but like, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know, 99% of the people that own trucks aren't going to do that. Nowadays, they're all waxing and wiping their car, their right. trucks, and yeah. you know, making them look like sports cars, because they cost eighty thousand. I know trucks are so expensive; it's unreal. But yeah, it's you know, do something. I, I remember one commercial five years ago or so. It was Smucker's Jelly, mm-hmm. and it was like the guy had just a calm voice. And, oh you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, Smucker's, you know, we make it. We make it from this and that. And they're spreading it on the. 
toast and and you go, my God, that that is a good commercial. Yeah, that that explains what it is, what it's about, and why you should buy it. I swear to God, I've been going through commercial after commercial and wondering <laughs> what it is until it gets to the end. Yeah, and then I'm still going. Was that was that that or or was it another thing? And and a lot of times it's car ads. Last one. Last yes. one. All right. Uh, this one is out of a magazine. Okay. It's a again a woman of color, of course, and and she's in there in a bra and her panties, and she's got her stomach showing, with her, and it says, "Watching my daughter grow," has Remember, as I read this, somebody came up with this that gets paid too much money to come up with stuff like this. Watching my daughter grow has made me more proud of my stretch marks. Oh, I was going to say someone who was pregnant, but obviously she's no longer pregnant. Uh... She's no longer pregnant, but she's got nasty scratch, stretch marks. And she's sitting there smiling and apparently showing them off because she's proud of them. And um, you could fill some of them with a little bit of water. That's how bad they are. And and why, why you know. <laughs> and swim laps. Yes, with Lance. Exactly. Now, now, what is this an ad for? Uh, it's got to be Hanes or some sort of underwear. Well, you can only see part of her underwear. You oh. see, you definitely see her stretch marks. It's from her nether region up. Okay. And uh, definitely some, her stretch marks. Some so. sort of balm or cream? Yeah, yeah. That's That's pretty close. That's good. It's Dove Body Wash. Oh. And apparently if she's been using that for, it looks like, you know, maybe 20 years since her daughter was born, it don't work. Because <laughs> she's still got nasty, nasty stretch marks. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. The amount of money spent on advertising, which is such a nebulous thing. You see all of the, well, a lot of phone company commercials and a lot of insurance commercials are not selling the insurance like Geico. I mean, I like Geico commercials and Progressive I don't like because of who owns it. But Allstate and State Farm, it's just all jokes and funny. I mean, some it's funny, some it's not. But I guess you can't really sell insurance in 30 seconds so it's purely name recognition so when it's time to renew you go well i've had allstate for a while but maybe i will try the the gecko one or something i guess that must be the theory behind that i, I suppose repetition of of all those ads may do something like that i had a buddy who who owned a billboard company actually in town here and he was in advertising uh, graduated in advertising very good advertising person. And he said, when I told him one time, I go, what, what is this crap about, you know, th this commercial, and then you don't know anything about the product when it's all done? You know, and he says, well, at least you're talking about the commercial when the when the product comes on. And that's what they, you know, that's, you're talking about it. So they hmm. hit the mark when you do that. And I go, it, you know, it takes me off. So I'm not going to buy that product. You know, because, yeah, because it's so irritating because of their, their stupid advertising. I can talk about it, but it, it's usually in a negative way. Is that good? I don't know. Excellent point. 
I mean, yeah, if you see someone spreading Smucker's jelly on a piece of toast, I don't know how many people don't eat toast or don't eat jelly, but you're really not going to make anyone upset by showing like a delicious hamburger or a steak or something like that. But those obtuse ones where you're, you just spend most of the time trying to figure it out or you pass a billboard and you said, you just shrug your shoulders and say, I don't know what I just looked at. Exactly. And, and, and again, there's people getting paid yeah. too much money to come up with these stupid ideas. Uh, a little sidebar to this is I'm watching commercials and I was doing that just so I could bring all this stuff up. Uh-huh. I'm watching commercials about, uh, you know, clothes, women's clothes and, you know, women's perfume and, and this and that. I've come to the conclusion that anyone can be a model in the modeling industry yeah, nowadays. because there's, there's no, there's a lot of models that are doing that kind of stuff that are not tens. Yeah. They may be a size 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't know. Correct. It, Correct. That sort of has gradually, I mean, there is something, you know, those, those anorexic models are, are not attractive at all, but yeah, it, it was suddenly going from someone who's physically fit, which is good, but then someone who is clearly 40 to 60 pounds overweight is, uh, well, you, and then you say that, and I wasn't going to bring this one up, but this was another, uh, ad in a magazine. And, uh, this is one about, um, depends. Oh gosh. Yeah. And there's, there's five women, Two blacks, a Chinese, uh, looks like a, um, some kind of a Middle Eastern Europe person, and then okay. a, a white woman. And the, the two that are in the middle of the picture, between the other three, are semi-grossly overweight. And uh, I guess what they're saying is, is that you can be any size and still be comfortable in these underwear mm. when, you, when you need it or whatever. But, but it's not becoming of these women when they show stuff like that. You don't, I, I guess what I'm saying is you don't need to show somebody grossly overweight in their underwear to sell the underwear. Oh, you would hope not. It, Underneath it says the only thing stronger than us is you. I think the thing should say the only thing stronger than you is us. And that would be you stretching our underwear to its maximum. <laughs> you know, as you put it on. I thought you were going to say the only thing stronger than us is the floor we're standing on. <laughs> well, they're on cement, so oh. I, I, I got to give them that. That's, oh, that's good. Man. That is good. Oh, oh. Crazy it, it stuff. Is, it is a sick and twisted world. And all of you people that are in advertising that come up with these type of things, shame on you. Start doing ads for the product itself. Amen. All right, here's two two lightning rounds. Okay. First Love one them. first one is called How Long Gone? And these are four people and you have to tell me when they passed away or if they're still living. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Fred Fred McMurray. Fred McMurray is gone. And he was gone 2 to 3 years ago. Oh, 1991. What? <laughs> yes. Whoa. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 
Oh my gosh. How Bert, old was he? Uh, he was born, I think, in 1908. Oh, so, 1908? Yeah, yeah. My God, so he was 50 years old when they did that program. Then. Yep. 55 years yeah, old. Yeah, my three sons and those. Yeah, he was. Oh my gosh. All right, number okay. two, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds is dead. I know that. Okay. And he, did, he died 10 years ago? 2018. 2018? Yeah. I killed him before he was dead? Yep. Oh, my gosh. All right. Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett's still alive. Yes. All right. Last one. And she's 99 years old. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably, what, 80, early to mid-80s, maybe? Yeah, I would say, yeah. Okay. Doris Day. Doris Day is dead. All right. And uh, she just died real recently like within the last year uh 2019 so okay i'll we'll be back once we get cc in here then it'll be more of a competition so i just wanted to break our audience in all right here's another one i i kind of half stole this from a semi-unpopular podcast so i don't feel bad about it wait uh, be, before you start before you start right. i have one for you with doris day Ooh, all right now now i know that you probably looked it up for this thing who was her son Ooh, wow, his, I don't know, I don't, I do, is he an actor? No. No? I don't think so, he might have acted in a couple of shows when yeah. he was young, but he's more noted for this other thing. He's not the, well, it was Michael Naismith was the guy who, whose mother invented the, but that was yes, someone else. Yes, Ink. Yeah. Or the, yeah. uh, no, I don't know. He was one of Ronnie and the Daytonas, uh, and he wrote music with Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Very, very successful songwriter of surf, surf music okay. and, and, uh, and that kind of stuff from the early 60s. Wow. Is he, okay. was, was he in a band or was he more of a, a writer and... I, I but he was in a band, and I'm not sure if it was Ronnie and the Daytonas, uh -huh. singing Little GTO and those kind of okay. things. Okay, he did sing, but I'm not sure which band it was. That uh, I'd have to look up. But anyway, got there it. There you go. Okay, All right. so go ahead. All right, rank these five fruits from your most favorite to your least favorite. Five fruits. Five fruits: apple, orange, banana, strawberry. Grapes, banana, grapes. I will go. I will go. Grapes, banana, uh, orange, strawberry, and apple. Wow! So you are a big grape and banana fan. Yeah, yeah. I like. I like those. Yeah. Okay. Now, now I'm a huge apple cider fan. Huh? But not apple juice. Apple juice too. Apple yeah. juice. Eating an apple, I, I like. I was talking about drinking Coke all the time. Yeah. So I'll eat apples in the fall for about three weeks. Really? Off and on, and that's it. Wow. That's it. Wow. I just learned two days ago. I eat green apples like literally three to four days a week. That's kind of all I have for lunch. That and whatever else, but. What do you think are more nutritious, green apples or red apples? 
Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say green apples. Correct. They're like way more whatever they've got in them, but way more than red apples. I I didn't know that. I didn't I didn't either. But because you eat green apples, oh. <laughs> I was I was assuming that they were the okay. best of the two. So, oh yeah, I just do yeah. it for the flavor. But how about what what were there any foods? And this doesn't have to be this just fruits growing up that your mom made you eat. You mean any any kind of fruit she made us eat? Any kind of food, like she served it for dinner knowing you didn't like it, but she made you eat it. Yes, I, right off the top of my head, immediately comes liver and onions. Oh, she made you eat liver and onions? No, no, no. She made it, and then if I didn't eat it, I didn't eat. <laughs> oh, more than... I did. I ate it once, maybe, maybe once and a half times in my life. Yeah. And I'll never eat an organ from an animal again. Did did she make it regularly or not regularly? No, no, once? not regularly. She she made it once in a while. And both she and my dad loved liver and onions. Why I don't know. My dad loved tongue sandwiches from Oh. How about and your how about your siblings? No, no, I I don't think my brothers might have had some kind of a taste for it, but Certainly not my sister's. It does liver have, is it a meaty taste or is it just a more? No, I mean, what would you, it's not. what would you uh, compare it if to? I can, if I can remember, it, just, it, it had a, a taste all its own. And I guess if somebody said, what, what is, you know, what's the worst taste you've ever had in your mouth? I'd say probably liver. Really? It, it just, yeah, it was not meaty at all. It's not at all. Do you cut it up like, I mean, how, when you cook it, does it go like from raw to cook? Because it just always seems like it's in that same kind of it does gelat gelatinous yeah. state or whatever. Yeah, you can't, you can't cook the the state of the gelatinous stuff up. <laughs> it's, it's, you put it in and I guess they knew how long to cook it. Yeah. But when you'd eat it, there might be a few little, you know, uh, burn marks on it or something, but it was still an organ. Wow, and and it take and it cut like an organ, and it chewed like an organ, and, and I th I think I know I didn't do it twice, but you know it might have been one and a half times. I didn't even eat everything the first time. I had like two bites and said, "Excuse me, I'm going to go throw up." Oh, she said, "You better not throw up very much because that's all you're getting for dinner." Oh, really? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, oh man, I I don't know that I had ever been served that. There were, we had a very as I think most people did in, in the time frame. In fact, when I think about it, we had a very literally meat and potatoes sort of diet. I mean, not literally those, but I mean, I don't remember ever eating pizza until I was at least. I don't know, 12 or 13 or 14. I mean, did your mom ever make pizza? Not very often, no. But she did make it? Did you, uh, I mean, do you remember eating it and liking it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I definitely ate it and liked it. But if we had pizza, we ordered it. Yeah. And you know, who, were, who were the first people that made, I mean, Domin was Domino's? Domino's, yeah. Okay. Yep. Gosh, I just, when I think of, pizza it's just so ubiquitous now just i mean little kids as soon as you can eat they're eating pizza and i mean we had pork chops and we had steak and we had hamburger and we had the lechoy 
that was like our 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 exotic cuisine was the lechoy and the thing where you drain the liquid off and then and then cook it with rice and stuff. Man, Tonight, we're, kids, we're gonna have Chinese. Yeah, oh, I know. God, now I know why they're a third world country. Oh, God. <laughs> oh and ramen noodles. Yeah. yeah, I was not a big. Were you a big ramen guy? Just because they were cheap for a very when, short time. Yeah, for a very short time. I'd I'd eat them, and then I got tired of fixing them, so I just didn't do it anymore. Yeah. What, what was your What was your uh, plate that you didn't like? Sounds like you liked everything that you're. Well, I think I. I mean, I ate most everything because it was just so vanilla. There was nothing. Exa- I mean. Spinach, we had once in a while. Raw spinach, I'll eat. I'll, there's a lot of vegetables that I rather eat raw, like peas and beans. Uh, but yeah, cooked spinach, I don't think we had it much. But I know I did not like that. I I could eat it now, but yeah, we it, it, ours was a very temperate uh, diet growing up. I guess oh, that's not too bad. I know that. That when you had your family dinners, it was like a cafeteria at a high school. Yeah. As many kids that were in your family. Yeah. So, so I guess that is part of the reason is you didn't want to. I'm sure my mom didn't want to spend a bunch of time making something that she knew no one would like. It just probably wasn't worth worth the time. Right. And and if she made enough for all of you kids and there were leftovers that you didn't like, it'd be two weeks before they were all gone. Right. So. Yeah, when you think about it, I mean, having five kids or six kids and a stay-at-home mom, which, of course, is the most awesome thing ever, between preparing breakfast and then getting kids ready for school, doing laundry, doing the dishes, and when it's summer, preparing lunches or preparing the lunch to take to school, doing whatever in the afternoon and then making dinner, I mean, that's got to be six hours of your day pretty close to it in some sort of food preparation or cleanup. I would think so. Yeah, especially clean up too. When yeah. You're, after you're doing all that stuff, but uh, um, you're for having the size family you had too. Your your kitchen wasn't exactly you know no. restaurant re- no. restaurant big or anything. So. No. Yeah, it was very uh, very humble by today's standards, and even probably back then. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing that she could do what she did with what yep. she had. So yeah. Speaking of. Another perfect segue. You hear often, and this is a totally different subject, but a good segue. You hear often, we need more women in science. We need more women in whatever. Why do we need more women or more men in any given field? Why not just let them do what they want to do? Whether it's accounting, whether it's being a doctor or a nurse or a plumber I mean, why do they, why that push that we need more women in the STEM professions? I don't get that. I I think it's just them playing the gender card. You know, everything nowadays has to be women first before anything else. And, and I think that goes with, like you say, with just about everything. There's no reason that, that you have to have more women in it. You have to have more people that think correctly in those fields, especially education. So you don't hear you don't hear them screaming for more men in education. I know, and it's, exactly. it's totally dominated by women. Yep. And uh, I I could tell a story, but I won't do it. I'll let uh, I'll let Cece do it. Okay. About women women airline pilots. Oh, all right. Uh, and 
and anyway, I'll let him okay. tell that whole story. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's foolishness, actually. What what are they doing anyway? When they make a statement like that, is there a girl out there that's going, oh hey yeah, wait a minute, yeah I want to go into nuclear physics instead of you know selling cars like I was going to do. I, so I'll go in and do that instead. It literally just occurred to me the other day. That's a very strange thing. Well, is it? I mean, because you know, uh, as long as you can stomp on the white white man, you know, then yeah, that's true. Then, then you're then you're doing okay. I, go ahead. I, I, I was going to say, and and the segue into next week will be what Disney has done with. Oh my gosh! With everything with that. Wow. Yeah, that's which I hope they go bankrupt. Thank you very much. Yep. Their loss will hopefully be someone's gain. I know the Daily Wire had a big announcement about making a push into children's entertainment. But what what a bunch of fools. I mean, those people that speak out and that lady who talks about doing all the queerness wherever she can. I mean, does she really hope to appeal to a big audience? It's just a, another case of the 5% ruling the 95%. I don't even think it's 5%, to yeah. tell you the God's honest truth. Yeah. I think it's a very extremely small minority that, that is doing that kind of stuff. They're, they're cutting their own throats when they do things like that. There are, I, I swear to God, there's not a single person that thinks correctly that's going to go, oh, yeah, I'm going to start buying more Disney stuff because they're queer. If I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be completely the opposite. They're, they're going to say, you're going to start pushing that stuff off onto my kid? You're going to have two... Two little boys kissing in a cartoon or something like that? Not in my house. No way. Not at all. That's that's sickening. It is. As far as that goes. Why do they push their agenda on people? Just let them decide for themselves. Why are they pushing that on them? I don't see anybody being convinced to do, to become transsexual or, you know, man to woman, woman to man. Any of that stuff. Oh, hey, yeah. She said that, you know, queerness is okay in cartoons. Now I think I'll start kissing my my guy that I ride the bus with, the school. It's just, oh, it's just, yeah, that yeah, we need to definitely have a, a whole right angle on that topic. But <laughs> I heard, I forgot who was it that said earlier this week, they said it's a great time to be a woman, especially if you're a man. <laughs> You can break all sorts of records in sports, <laughs> yeah. and and if you turn into, I get that you say that, and that thing, the seahorse, as we call it, <laughs> yeah. that that's at that's at my Costco, uh, was again checking oh, people out, yeah, and 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 it was a very it was a shorter line, and I got into it. I saw who was checking them out, and I got out, went somewhere else. I'm that uncomfortable with that seahorse. It's probably the seahorse probably always has the shortest line and doesn't understand <laughs> why. <laughs> that could very well be. I never thought of that. You know, people pull up and oh yeah, there's that thing. You know, I got to get out of here because I got my kid with me. They uh, won't know what. They won't know what's going on. Do you think? Do you think that the guy who is currently winning all these w women's uh, swimming events? Do you think after college will? he just fade away or will he say, well, you know, I'm really more comfortable as a guy since I still have all my guy parts and I've won my trophies. So now I'll just go back to being a nobody again. Or 
it'd be very interesting, not very interesting, but mildly interesting to see what he's doing in five years. You, you want me to tell you what I think the sick uh, conclusion to all that will be? Yeah. I, I think I think somebody will pick him up and and use him as an ad person for their product. You know, maybe some. some <laughs> I won't say it, but anyway, they'll they'll uh, they'll use him for their ads. And you know, here's the the world record holder for women swimming. And you're gonna look at him and go, what? Um, what? Where is she? You know? Would he be? So. Would he, would he be on that pooping ad? sitting down i guess so, yeah um yeah, yeah either one you never know i mean there, there you go i hope they don't do anything with him but oh that, that's gosh. a big possibility yeah that i i could see him getting picked up in some crazy ad campaign talking about commercials but i wonder if he goes to the women's bathroom in college there i think he does i think he they does. said how uncomfortable all the women are when he's in there Huh. Interesting. What a sick, sick individual both he and his parents are. Yeah. They, 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 I just cannot imagine having a kid do what he did and then cheering him on when he's beating all these girls. If they're in the stands even. Yeah. I was just going to say, you wonder if he has a boyfriend or a girlfriend or... I don't know. I don't. I can't quite figure out how that works. If you transition, and then, like, if a girl thinks she's a guy, and then likes girls, did she become a guy because she felt guilty about being a lesbian, and now she doesn't? Oh, I don't that's know. that's something that you have to stop and think about. I guess. Yeah. You know, but then if you, if you're thinking that way, then you're thinking kind of the right way. And then you're still screwed up with what you're doing. So yeah. I, I I don't know. It's just really a disease, actually. Is what it I is. Call it. Yeah. A mental disease. Mental disease. And that's what it is. So I remember when I was maybe six years old, uh, you know, we're celebrating these, these absolute idiots that do this kind of stuff. I remember when I was about that age, and my buddy that, that I went to school with, his aunt got divorced, and they kept her in the attic. I mean, you know, not locked in the attic. Yeah. But that when people came over, she went into her room in the attic so that they wouldn't be disgraced because she was divorced. Wow. That it was, was the, a... Yeah. Catholic religion. Oh, okay. So... That was a big... That was a... I mean, that was a pretty... Uh, I don't know not really taboo but shameful or or something that would you would really get uh, derided and you think about I'm, I'm just trying to think of my friends growing up and how many of their parents got divorced I'm sure it was I mean now it's what 50 percent I back at then least, it, it seems like least. it was maybe five percent I don't know you mean back then yeah back then oh yeah yeah yeah, I'm sure it was probably way lower than what it is now. Yeah. And then when they get married again, I think it's 80% that they get divorced. Really? The second? Yeah. yeah. Because I've thought about that. 
Did I tell you, did, did I talk about this on a podcast? I don't think so. Okay, I don't mean to be Joe Biden, but uh, uh, I've mm. thought about that. And what it is is when you divorce your first wife and you're going with whoever you cheated on to, to go with, I, I liken that onto a four-year-old with a Christmas gift. You can't wait to unwrap it. Oh. And then and then you, you play with it and play with it and play with it for two or three weeks, and then you're bored and you're done with it. That's exactly what a second marriage is, I think, for most people, 80%. Yeah, yeah. that get divorced in the first place because they, quote, have fallen in love with someone else. Exactly. And then they find out very, very shortly later that it's the same as it was before. There's no greener pastures or unicorns or anything. And, yeah. And then they wind up getting divorced again. So, Huh. That's very perceptive. I would I would say that's probably could be borne out with statistics, too. Oh, I, I would think so. Yeah. Huh. And if you talk to anybody that has been divorced two or three or four times, I think I, between three of my classmates, I think there were 15 marriages. Oh, wow. But, okay. Yeah. So Between wow. three classmates. Holy cow. All guys? Yeah, all guys that got divorced. Wow. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's, that's, and I don't know, maybe it's more now. I have to find out at my reading. <laughs> yeah. I'll see if they added to that score. Oh, oh, wow. Not a score that I would care to try to match. No, no, not at Man. all. Man, speaking of my better half and better halves in general, <laughs> this was funny. I, I think it was Monday. We had a, I, I went and got the mail and we had something from a bank and, and I could tell it was a credit card inside. So I opened it and I said, credit. I said, man, this, this does not look familiar. And my wife grabs it. There was one for my name and one for her name. And she says, she goes, oh, that's my emergency card. So you don't need to worry about it. You don't use it. And I'm I starting said, to I, worry, honey. I said, I don't have one. It was and so I am funny. worrying. Yeah. Uh, it was so funny. Uh, busted. Yeah, this the stuff that I don't know would fill a fill volumes. Yeah, what kind of emergency, honey, would you need <laughs> with our twenty thousand dollar credit limit on our other card? You know. Yeah. It's oh, ouch. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. <laughs> I can almost visualize that again. Yeah. It's pretty laughable. Knowing that we have a ever never-ending well of topics to talk about, we'll we'll still hold some in reserve for CC's eventual return, which he has guaranteed next week, right? Yeah. If if he's not here, I'm bringing a guest on. All right. And excellent. Uh, you'll have to let us know ahead of time so I can make sure my guest is here. All right. So. Well, yeah. Igor called me during our podcast, so I'll uh, I'll get him in reserve just in case. Well, we could bring them both on. Why not? Oh, maybe so. Yeah. I'll we can my... just sit there and listen to them talk. Yeah. That might be fun. Yeah, we're more fun. But last thing, last one on, right. the, on the ads and we'll sign off. Yeah. I saw, I was watching a Citizens Watch advertisement. And when it was all over at the bottom on a little teeny one line thing that you couldn't read until I saw the ad again and stopped it. Yeah. It said citizens watches 1% of 
of our web sales will go to nonprofits to save the planet. And I, I thought, as soon as I read that, was able to read it, I thought, you're giving 1% of your web sales to nonprofit people to try to save the planet? What, what one are you trying to save on this planet with that little amount of money? It's 1%. A, yeah. You and know what I'd do if I was a nonprofit? I'd say to Citizens Watch, I'd go, hey, listen, you keep it. You need it more than I do if you're only giving me 1%. What a nebulous thing. Save the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. we can't do. We're here and that's yep. it. And that's all there is. Crazy. Yep. Well, your IQs have all gone up by a component of at least five. <laughs> or your money back. Yeah. Your hour, your hour back. Yeah. Although hopefully you're listening to us on at least one and a quarter speed to cut down on your time but we do appreciate you listening as always and as always two of us if not three will be back again next week on the right angle that was a 